Have you ever had that feeling when you leave the doctor's office and think, what did they just say? Or have any burning questions you didn't have time to ask? Or I don't remember anything that just happened in that appointment. Or even, were they speaking my language? Yeah, us too. That's where we come in. We're the podcast dedicated to helping you understand what your doctor said about that thing you saw your doctor for in the first place. We understand it can be an information overload. We're here to help. I'm Dr. Josh Fletcher, a family medicine resident at Northrop General Hospital in Toronto. And I'm Jake Bloom, the person who doesn't know what's happening at the doctor's office. Welcome to Dr. Dictionary. I just want to make a quick disclaimer that this podcast isn't meant to be a replacement for a traditional doctor's appointment, nor is it meant to be providing medical advice. Rather, it's meant to be a supplement to your doctor's visit and explain why your doctor asked what they asked and help you explain the diagnosis and common treatment plans. Lastly, doctors often have very different styles and approaches to a patient and their diagnosis. If we discuss a question or treatment plan that your doctor didn't mention, that doesn't mean that they were wrong. This could represent a different in practice style or simply the fact that your doctor knows you better than we do and has created a treatment plan that better fits your lifestyle. All right, and welcome back to another edition of Dr. Dictionary. I'm Jake Bloom, and joining me as always is Toronto resident doctor, Joshua Fletcher. Well, Josh, today we'll be talking, or I guess we'll be jawing away all things TMJ, but maybe you could tell everybody what TMJ actually stands for. So TMJ stands for the temporomandibular joint. Now, this long word is why we short form it to TMJ, and it's a joint that's involved in the opening and closing of the mouth. You never make it easy. Uh, temporomandibular, sorry, one more time. The tempor- temporomandibular. Temporomandibular, wait, leviosa? Can you do it one more time? Yeah, exactly. So as you can imagine, it's moved by the muscles that help us chew. One of the muscles attaches to the temple or the side of the forehead. Other muscles are around the joint itself, and others connect to the jaw. TMJ disorders, also known as TMD, or temporomandibular disorders, is pain around the joint, the muscles involved in us chewing, or the nerves that affect these muscles. I feel like a lot of people might get TMJ just by trying to say temporomandibular, but uh, temporomandibular joint, pardon me. Well, why did you choose to discuss this topic? So it's a very, very common condition. In some studies, it's thought to affect up to 25% of people, or one in four people. It's so common, it can have such a significant impact on quality of life, and can have a huge financial burden for missing work. It's key to note, however, that the vast majority of cases get better on their own, and respond very well to treatment. Are there any other conditions associated with TMJ disorders? So they're thought to be related to other pain conditions like chronic headaches or fibromyalgia. It's also thought to be more common in people with rheumatoid arthritis. Lastly, there's also an increased rate of mental health conditions in this population. For example, some studies have seen a two times increased risk of depression in people with TMJ disorders. Now you talk about how some of these cases get better with time and how it actually affects maybe one in four people. My question for you is, do a lot of people just live with TMJ without ever trying to treat it? So because it kind of gets better on its own, 
And if, like you said, it's so common. Yes, a lot of people have it. And not everybody necessarily needs to see their doctor because of it, because by the time they see their doctor, it might have been improved. But however, it's still important to see your physician and discuss any possible treatment plans moving forward, because this can be something that kind of comes and goes and recurs. And what actually causes this? So it's due to many factors, not just one individual cause. There are some thoughts that could be due to the alignment of your upper and lower teeth. Maybe it's due to an injury to the joint or from grinding your teeth at night. Could be due to poor head and neck posture, causing a strain on the joint. Some people have a higher sensitivity to pain, and you can actually see changes in the brain as a result. There are also some psychological factors at play, given the relationship with anxiety, depression, etc. So when someone comes in to see you about this condition, what are the symptoms that they describe? So most commonly we see pain. It can be in-the-moment pain or acute pain, or even long-term or chronic pain. It's often associated with jaw movement, so opening and closing of the jaw, chewing, etc. In terms of this pain, we commonly see facial pain, a dull, often one-sided ache that's worse with jaw movement. It can commonly be associated with ear pain, or even feelings of ear fullness or ringing in the ear. And that's because the nerves that control the muscles of chewing are also involved in the ear. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, exactly. Um, you can have headaches as well, and it's often described as a dull pain radiating to the jaw, the temple, or the forehead. Now, these headaches can be seen more in the morning if you are someone who clench your teeth at night or grind your teeth. And it can be seen throughout the day as well, related to maybe muscle overuse or posture in this case. Some people also hear or feel a clicking, a popping, or a grinding sound in the jaw. Now, this can happen in normal people as well. It doesn't necessarily mean you have one of these temporomandibular disorders. They can also show up in these as well. So it sounds like there are many different things that can cause this, like grinding or teeth clenching. Is that the case? Exactly. There can be problems inside the actual joint itself or problems around the joint that are causing the pain. Now, those around the joint problems are much more common. Muscle pain in the area or muscle spasms or even muscle inflammation. There can actually be pain in the neck or a specific trigger point which causes this type of pain. In the joint, we have many different causes as well. It can be wear and tear over many years. It could actually be the joint kind of popping in and out whenever you open and close your mouth. Maybe the joint is very lax. Or there are also more rare causes that can cause this type of pain as well. The last thing to consider, maybe it's actually not from the jaw itself. Maybe there's something wrong with your teeth, like a dental infection, that's leading to this pain. There are different types of headaches that can lead to jaw pain as well, for example. So it's not necessarily a TMJ problem. And that's where your doctor comes in. And why it's important, like I said earlier, to make an appointment with your doctor. They can help differentiate these causes and decide what needs to be done. It sounds like that pain could come from so many different sources. So it's good to have a professional like yourself uh, take a look and see where and make a proper diagnosis as to where it's coming from. So you talk about seeing your doctor. Are there any special tests needed or do you have to go to a specialist to confirm the diagnosis of TMJ? So the vast majority of the time we do not. The diagnosis is based on the history and physical exam findings. 
if we are concerned about something else, for example, you got punched in the jaw or literally cannot close your jaw, in this case, we might consider imaging, like an x-ray. Okay. In terms of a specialist, this too is quite uncommon. If there's a really bad injury to the joint or you're having severe pain for months that really isn't getting better with our normal treatment plan, then we would consider it. But overall, you really don't need to see a specialist. Let's talk about treatment. Does everyone need treatment for TMJ? So that's a great question. Not everyone does. Like I said earlier, many people will get better on their own, even without treatment. I said it affects about one in four people, but that doesn't mean we see one-fourth of the population for TMJ, because often we'll just get better on their own before even seeing the doctor. Now, that being said, the majority of people do have relief from their symptoms with treatment. The goal of treatment is to reduce the pain and restore function to your jaw. So what kind of treatments are we talking about when it comes to TMJ? So with anything, we have medications and we have the non-medication treatments of TMJ. And if I'm not interested in taking medications, uh, what could I do to treat my pain? So there are a bunch of different things you can try before using medications. I spoke about the posture issue earlier. So fixing your head and neck posture, making sure you're sleeping throughout the night and not kind of jamming the joint in any way. And avoiding triggers like chewing gum can really help with your pain. Try eating softer foods or using a warm or cold compress and massaging the jaw. Other behavioral changes, like avoiding clenching your teeth and pencil chewing. Don't bite your nails. Avoid big jaw movements like a very wide open mouth when yawning, brushing, or flossing. All of these things can help your symptoms. Some people even find relief with some jaw exercises, and your doctor can speak more about these if that's the case. Now, there's also some evidence for acupuncture or physiotherapy as well as CBT or cognitive behavioral therapy can actually be helpful for the TMJ pain as well, specifically if you have anxiety or depression. And in terms of medications, what is often used for TMJ disorders? So there isn't a ton of evidence either for or against a lot of the medications used for TMJ disorders. Often we will try the anti-inflammatories first, ones you might have heard of, naproxen or naproxen, Advil. We can try these for about one to two weeks. If your doctor thinks your pain is related to the muscles, we might try a muscle relaxant and see if this results in a better pain control. For people with more long-term pain, sometimes we can use a specific type of antidepressant that can actually help control pain. And it's not the common ones we use in depression, but more for pain control. Is there anything else you can try for TMJ pain? So sometimes a splint or also known as a night guard can help, which is fitted by your dentist. And it could be beneficial for the pain. If you have arthritis or that long-term wear and tear of the joint, we can sometimes even consider joint injections to help with your pain. Now, lastly, some people ask about surgery and if surgery is needed to fix the problem. And this is very rarely the case. If that's the case, it would be the same reason you'd be seeing a specialist. You know, severe pain that's not getting better after months of these different treatment plans we'd send you for a specialist and then they would consider it at that point. Josh, are there any other resources you'd recommend? So the Canadian Dental Association, or CDA, has a good website on TMJ disorders. Also, the NIH, or the National Institute of Health in the USA, has a great website on TMJ disorders as well, 
or TMD, and I'll link these below in the description. Perfect. Well, that about wraps up this episode of Dr. Dictionary. On behalf of Jake and Josh, thank you so much for listening. And if you have any questions or you want to leave us some, uh, what's the, how, how about you say, how would you take from there? If you guys have any other questions, feel free to make another appointment with your doctor. If you have any feedback, you can email us at the doctordictionary at gmail.com or tweet us at the Dr. Dictionary. I'd like to thank Dr. Gooden, an assistant professor at the University of Toronto and ears, nose, and throat specialist at Northrop General Hospital for peer reviewing this episode, as well as Nick and John Braganiello for recording the original music. All right, great. Well, on behalf of Jake and Josh, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>